Good evening, and as always, uh, thank you for tuning in tonight. I uh, hope that you had a wonderful weekend. I, I hope that you were able to enjoy the beautiful weather and just really uh, celebrate yeah, yesterday. Hopefully you were able to uh, uh, worship uh, in a choice, in a choice, in a church of your choice that preaches the word of God and uh, that worships him in spirit and truth. Uh, tonight, we're continuing on with our miracles of study, and uh, we're in 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm just going to read these verses to explain the whole story to you, and then we'll talk about the miracle. Starting in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 38. And Elijah returned to Gilgal, and there was a famine in the land. Now the sons of the prophet were sitting before him, and he said to his servant, put on a large pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophets. So one went out into the field to gather herbs and found a wild vine and gathered from it a lap full of wild gourds and came and sliced them into a pot of stew, though they did not know what they were. Then they served it to the men to eat. Now it happened as they were eating the stew that they cried out and said, Man of God, there is death in the pot, and they could not eat it. So he said, then bring some flour, and he put it on the pot, and said, serve it to the people that they may eat. And there was nothing harmful in the pot. Tonight I want to talk to you about how God intervenes in our moments of confusion. Uh, there are times in our life when we will make decisions because of sin. We will know what God's word says, we will reject what God's word says, and we will deal with those consequences. Other times, we will get ourselves into trouble even when we don't mean to, even when we're not trying to, even when we're not necessarily doing something sinful, but yet the careless moments of life can sometimes cause us the greatest pain. A careless word, a careless thought, a careless deed can sometimes come back to haunt us. And what happens here is there was a food shortage and Elisha wanted to be a blessing to these men. And so he does what any good host would do. There's no real food left in a famine. There's no real substance. And so he says, go out into the field and find some berries, some, some shrubs, the, the basic bottom of the barrel, just enough to keep us alive. And we'll make it into a stew. And the individual that went out to the Field didn't know what the poison berries were, or what the poison vines were, and just saw this as edible. They make it into a stew, and as they begin to eat it, they begin to realize that it was poison, that it was something that would kill them. It says there, there is death in the pot. Now, it could have been a wild cucumber. It could have been many different things. We don't know for sure. But what happens is, even though they were trying to do right, things didn't go as planned. And we know that our lives are full of bad things that we meant with the best of intentions. And so do we trust that God can provide for us in our moments of confusion, in our moments of, I can't believe this has happened, 
in our moments of, I didn't mean for this to happen? Can God provide in those moments? Can God do a miraculous movement in the so-so moments of life? This was a so-so moment when they were looking for the food. It wasn't a so-so movement moment when they thought there was death. They're probably thinking, why has this happened to us? How could this have happened? And what's going to happen to us? But in that moment, Elisha, the man of God, just says, bring some flour. Now, this was not magic flour. It wasn't a special home recipe. The flour was just a symbol. It was just something that God was going to use to show them that he could work a miracle. And so they pour the flour into the pot. The people still serve it to each other. They eat it and no one dies. This is the Lord providing a miracle. You say, well, flour is just an ordinary substance. They didn't have to go down to the river and dip. They didn't have to raise a rod and strike a rock. They used a household object to forever change these men's life. And I think about how the Lord uses us as Christians. We're just simple, fallen people. Sinners saved by God's grace. Nothing good in us at all, but yet God works through us. Even though we don't deserve to be able to pray to God, we don't deserve to be able to have a relationship with Him, He uses us. He uses us for His glory. It's kind of like the preaching of the cross. It seems foolish to those who are perishing. It is a symbol of great brutality and great uh, torture in Roman society, but yet Jesus used that to pay for our sin and our punishment. And so when we look at a cross, we have great hope because we know what was done for us. And so tonight I want you to think about these two little things. All of us are going to get into life altering moments. Sometimes it's our relationship with our spouse where we've made a mistake. Sometimes we hurt people and we don't even realize it. Sometimes we have a big decision ahead of us to decide where we're going to work, who we're going to marry, or where we're going to live. And even those decisions might not be sinful, they can have great consequences or great blessings. You say, Jake, I look back over my life and I've made some bad choices. They weren't necessarily sinful choices, but I look back and think, man, I wish I would have decided differently. Friends, tonight I want you to know that if God can work a miracle through the flower, he can work a miracle in you. God can work a miracle in your life, a miracle in your marriage. But there's a couple things you should do. One, don't give up when it seems like there is no hope. These men didn't think there was a miracle cure. These men didn't have a cure on, on their shelf to take care of this. These men thought we are going to die. And friends, they could have given up. Elisha, when he puts the flour into the pot, he could have said, drink this, and they would have said, no, I'm not going to drink that. It's poison. Elijah probably said, I put flour in it. It's been made well. And for them men, they would have known, well, flour doesn't cure this. And they could have not drank it and died. Friends, I want you to see the significance of this tonight. God is offering you and I away.
to be made alive. You and I are offered a lifeline for hope and healing and forgiveness through Jesus. The offer is there. Will you receive it? Will you be like these men who took the soup and ate it? Or will you be that stubborn person that says, it can't get any better, it can't be fixed, it can't be saved, and I'm just going to let things happen the way they're going to happen. Friends, I believe that I am going to try to be more like the person who says, God, if you said it, I believe it. If you can do it, God, I'm going to trust you. God, there is not a situation that is so hopeless that you cannot miraculously intervene and trust him in those moments. As always, I want to thank you for watching again tonight. I pray that the Lord will bless you, keep you, take care of you. And as always, if there is anything that I can ever do for you, pray for you, or help you in any way, please let me know. And as always, God bless.